Father God, we come before you today, acknowledging that we are not who we say we are, but we are who you say you are. Father God, would you speak to us today as your children and remind us that we come before the throne room of our Father, of our King, of the person who created us, God, no longer slaves, but children unto you. Lord, may we worship you unabandonedly today as your children.
children of God, will you go greet one another in Jesus' name as children of God? Give someone a high five, handshake, hug, say hello. Hello. Good morning, church. You guys look amazing this Sunday. Look refreshed. Some of you guys had a late night with our high schoolers out at homecoming. You guys look amazing. It was, oh, you were at home. Sorry, Dylan. Home's a good place to be. Yes. Who needs dancing? Who needs girls? Who needs boys? Right? None of that stuff. Right? Yeah. That's what I tell my kids. And let me know how that works out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I will. <laughs> Since I do youth. Well, welcome, church. We are so excited to have you guys here. My name is Jennifer. And I'm Sarah. <laughs> Your husband definitely was like, hello, Sarah. Yeah. Hey. hey. No, I'm <laughs> We want to thank you guys for joining us this Sunday. If you are on church online, we know we had some technical difficulties, but we are back. Our sound is back. Hopefully you caught worship. We had our amazing worship team this morning, so um, we are so excited. Um, so worship, yeah, again, was super amazing. I loved it. I was standing outside greeting, and I'm like singing and dancing where nobody could see, so it was perfect. Okay, um, so we are going to continue with our tithes and offerings this morning because that is another amazing way to worship the Lord, right? Um, and so I was just thinking this morning as we were, you know, figuring out what we were going to be talking about and that kind of stuff, and I was just thinking back to my favorite book in the Bible, and that is Proverbs, because I love Proverbs, because there is so much wisdom in there. And if I ever don't know, like, what I'm supposed to read, I'm like, let me go to Proverbs. So, like, if it's the, you know, what's today, the 26th. So, I'm going to read Proverbs 26 if I don't, if I'm not sure what I'm supposed to read. So, this morning, I was looking through, you know, different verses, and, and um, one that I came upon was Proverbs, um, Proverbs 3, uh, verse 9. And it says, honor the Lord with your wealth. And with the best part of everything you produce. And I was just thinking about that. And, you know, like we're supposed to give everything to the Lord, right? The Lord has blessed us, put breath in our lungs this morning. And hopefully tomorrow morning and the morning after that. And that's such a gift. He's given us that first part of our day that we can have and we can be alive and, and willing to do, you know, what he's asked us to do. And so... Like, I just feel like, how dare I not give the best of myself to him, the best of my money, the best of my time, the best of my energy. Um, and so I, I just really liked that, that verse. So would you like to pray over our tithes? Sure. Okay. Awesome. Perfect. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this day, Lord. We know that you feed the sparrows every morning and you feed us every morning, Lord. We pray that um, as we give this morning that we just give generously, Lord, that we just remember that we're here for you, Lord, that we're here to worship you, to love you, to give to you, Lord. And so I just thank you for this time and these offerings. In your heavenly name, amen. Amen. We've got a busy week. We do. It's a exciting. Lot of fun stuff. And so, like, it's super busy, right? But where do I find out about all of this stuff? 
on the Church Center app. Woo! That's, it's got to be one of my favorite apps, to be quite honest with you. Like, I always get, like, little notifications on there, so it's fun. Yes. Good. But also, we also have a new um, special helper um, Danny, who's doing social media for us. Where's and Danny at? She's right here. Oh my! Can you, you stand up and turn around, please? Our Instagram. Please. Yes. Okay. Well, she's beautiful. Okay, she's like she's not going to yes. turn around and show she's you, and you can tell right by now. the back you of her hair. But um, yeah, she's okay. been awesome. If you yeah. guys have not been on our Instagram or our social media pages, they Facebook are so good. We have been able to connect with you guys on a different level. I hope you guys are enjoying that. But um, that's also another way to get up to date. Um, things is following us on our Instagram. I don't have the handle, but, you know, hashtag it or something. I'm sure it's a cool one. Yeah. Right, Danny? Yes, yeah. it is. And our Facebook page, like if yes. you're old like me and you prefer Facebook over Instagram, then um, then Yay, then follow the Facebook page too because yes. that's where I see all the updates. So, yeah. And I'm Instagram because I'm way younger. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not. We're the same age, um, guys. Mama We're Jen's going to, like, step down and go sit down. We're you the can, same age. T- we are. We're literally we are. the same age. We are. Okay. <laughs> so, VIP, if you are new here, we have comedy hour, but also you can fill out the connection card. Um, in the back, there's a table. We would love to find a way to connect with you guys um, on any level. We want to pray for you. We want to encourage you. We want to get you connected on our social media or on our Church Center app. Um, we've got a lot of fun stuff planned this week, so check out that and fill out a connection card. Yeah, and there's a fun gift back there for you, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. I love the gift. Yeah. I love the gift. I know I say it every single time I'm up here, but I really do love it. So, yes. okay, good. Um, and then happening this week, is anything going on at your house this week? Yeah, so fun? we are wrapping up our tribal wars. Go Team Orange. Wow, you guys are really Apparently excited. Team Orange is not the Team Orange team. Yellow, Team Yellow. Yay, Orange is going to win. So we are wrapping up our... Um, Tribal Wars with youth this week. So Tuesday night we'll be at my house. We are super excited. Um, So youth, be there. You guys know the time. 6.30, doors open, and we'll start at 7. Yeah, Yeah. super fun way for kids to get connected as well. Um, And then also happening this week, on Thursday we have our, it's our fifth Thursday of the month, which is our date night. Yeah. If you haven't been on a date in a long time, not very many people cheered for that. So maybe some of you need to go on a date, right? Okay, so um, it's going to be this Thursday night at Vale Ranch headquarters. And so you just have to grab a sitter for your kids if you have kids. And if you don't have kids, then you don't need to grab a sitter. And then it's a cheaper date for you, so that's cool. Um, And then we're going to meet there, and there's some little restaurants in there, and you can just order your food. And then we just get to kind of all hang out and just um, spend some time in fellowship with each other. Yes. And then where are the men at? Oh, all right. I hear Adam in the back. All right. We've got men's breakfast this Saturday at the Slave Free Ranch. So if you need more information, I know you can hit up uh, Pastor Keith or Pastor AJ or I'm sure Adam and um, have some information. So get connected. It's a great way to not only be with other guys, right? I don't know. I don't know what that's about, but be with (laughs) other guys and also um, serve at the Slave Free Ranch. So super excited. And with that also being said, um, the Slave Free Project ball tickets are available. And it's an amazing way. And if you don't know what the Slave Free Project is, um, they help with human trafficking. Um, And so it's a great way to raise money for the afflicted and to have a great time doing it. And that's going to be on Saturday, October 16th. Um, You get to get dressed up. You know, we were talking about the kids going to homecoming. But, like, you get to, ladies, you get to wear, like, a fancy dress. And, men, you are going to be a good sport and go on a date and get dressed up for your wife so that they can feel like princesses again. Yes. Right? There's a couple of men where I saw the wives really wanted to go. Right. 
So we won't um, name any names. Date night options for you guys. We're like trying to awkwardly make contact with people. Like it was your wife. Yeah. So, (laughs) all right. So we also, do you guys love our kids church? Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. (laughs) We um, love our kids church. I know my kids love kids church, but also they are doing some awesome things back there. And we not only value our kids because right, they're our next generation, right? So we value them and we love them so much, but we need um, like-minded lovers of children who can go back there and just serve and love kids and give back because we just, our kids' ministry is growing. Our nursery is really growing. We've got a lot of little ones, so we are super excited. So if that's an area where God just, like, has been pushing on your little heart or tugging on you, definitely um, get in contact with um, Dustin, and he is amazing, and we could use some leaders. So, And even if it's just one weekend a month, like yes. one weekend a month would help so much. So if you haven't gotten the opportunity to be back there, um, please consider going back there and just getting the opportunity to love on the yes. kids. I know we have a great team back there, but um, they're spread a little bit thin right now, loving on the kids, so they could definitely use your help. And if you like babies, um, Sam is back there, and he's so cute, and he's got a couple rolls on his legs. So if you love babies, he's definitely the one you want to carry around. Right. And we love being connected. So get involved. Be a part of a team. Um, If you're not sure how to get involved or, you know, the areas of need, please come and see us um, back behind the that curtain, not these curtains, obviously, but back behind that curtain at the front. And then we would love to be able to get you guys connected and get you guys involved at church. So. I have nothing else. I think that's it. Yes. So give it up for our lead pastor, Pastor Justin. Woo-hoo! Oh, my goodness. You guys should go on tour. The Sarah and Mama Jen comedy tour. Goodness gracious. That is so awesome. You know what? Let's give a hand to everybody who made church possible this morning. Come on. You guys are amazing. So grateful. And, Danny, you deserve to be acknowledged by everyone because it is awesome all the I mean look at that there's like bubbles rising wow up to heaven bubbles to heaven good morning everybody how's everybody doing this morning oh so good man you guys look good goodness gracious some good-looking people Uh, oh man Chelsea you too you're good-looking you know that everybody say Chelsea you're good-looking that's right. Wow. Some of them said that with some emphasis. That was really good. That was really good. I love that. So, so good. I'm fired up. Where, where are my paper Bible people at today? Do we have some paper Bibles in the house? Ooh, we got some good ones. There's a purple one, a blue one. The, the colors are getting be- You guys are like purposefully getting colorful Bibles, aren't you? Just to, just to flaunt them, huh? The, the brown one, that's classic. Love that. Love that. Who, who, who loves their Bible? Who, who, who likes to highlight a bunch of stuff in their Bible? I, I don't. I don't highlight in my Bible. Look at this thing. This thing is like pure. There's not a single highlight, but let me see Chelsea's. Like, I mean, she's got like stuff written on the side. This is how I fight my battles. I mean, and then she's, I mean, it's just like all kinds of stuff in here. It's just craziness. But anyway, I love it. Oh, you got it? Good. All right. Awesome. Who's excited for the word today? I hope you are by the end of it, too. We'll see. Um, good morning. Let's see who's online. We got some people online. We got Wendy Stafford's watching online. Uh, we got uh, uh, Taylor Lawson is leading other people online, I believe, right? You're saying hi to everybody online? So good. And your mom is on there, too. Dorothy Faraganin. The Bushes are watching. Oh, my goodness. Love all of you guys. Carolyn McKinney. 
Oh, man, love all you so much. Lynette, you're awesome. Catherine, welcome home. Glad you're back. So cool. Hey, Brad, thank you for saying you love me, man. I appreciate that. You guys are awesome. Oh, my goodness. All right, go ahead and turn in your Bibles to Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Woo, going old school today. Who wants to go old school? Oh, my goodness. Do you know that we're in a new season? Does anybody know that? This, 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 this last week, pumpkin spice got crazy, right? That's what happened. Did anybody get the pumpkin spice fever? Got a few people. Who does not like pumpkin spice? Yeah, you're my friend. But no, it's all good. Chelsea loves pumpkin spice. There's so many people that, you don't love pumpkin spice? Oh, Chelsea doesn't love pumpkin spice. It's, it's not true. I lied. I lied in church. Please forgive me. It happened. It happened. No, but for all of you that love pumpkin spice, you're welcome to enjoy your pumpkin spice. We were trying to figure out what does fall look like for Southern California people. Is anybody not from Southern California and actually knows what fall looks like? Right? Yeah. It's, it, it, they call it fall because these pretty leaves are supposed to fall off the trees. Our palm trees don't do the same thing until the gardener comes and cuts them off. Right? You know, it's like they get brown and they droopy, but that's just, yeah, anyway. Anyway, so... For those of you that want to see what fall looks like, go travel this fall and enjoy it somewhere else. Um, but uh, who enjoyed our second birthday last week? Was that so fun? Enjoyed some in and out? Who, who had, all right, who had more than one burger? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. When somebody brought me one, I ate that, and then somebody brought me another one. You haven't gotten yours yet, Pastor? No, no, I haven't. Thank you. <laughs> absolutely I'll, I'll i'll receive this you know like come on it was so good it was so so good i love having in and out at church i'm thinking about our building plans we need to rewrite them make sure we have an in and out in the middle of our lobby <sighs> come on guys come on we're going to take a special offering to have an in and out in our lobby one day i'm just kidding i'm just kidding you know chelsea and i chelsea and i've been married for 12 years can you believe that man pray for chelsea Pray for Chelsea. Goodness gracious. You know, we've been through a lot of seasons, haven't we? A lot of seasons. A lot of good seasons. A lot of not so good seasons. Yeah, we've been through a lot of seasons. We've got two boys, an eight-year-old and a, and a three-year-old, and they've been through seasons already, too. It's kind of crazy. Has anybody gone through some seasons in your life? Come on. Well, this, this morning's message is titled Seasons Greetings. Are you ready? Seasons Greetings. Right? We're already getting into it. I saw somebody that had, to, had a, uh, here it is. Come here for a minute, man. I want, I want to show off your shirt because you're part of the message this morning. That's right. Come here. Come on. We got the Grinch up here. And look at, he, he, he looked at my notes this morning. Tis the season. It's going to be so good. Are you ready? It's going to be awesome. Give me five. Give me five. Tell your mom here she's awesome. Come on. So good. If you'd like, you can follow along in the YouVersion Bible app. Um, we, we have all the message notes in there. If you go into the events tab in there, it's so awesome. But who's enjoyed this series so far, Basket Case? Is your spouse still a basket case? We're working on it. I'll just keep going week after. This might last all the rest of the year. I don't know for this season until we're all not basket cases anymore. No, I'm just kidding. That would take forever. <laughs> That would take forever. Come on, let's move on to something better, huh? No. Uh, Matthew 5, 14. This whole thing has been uh, based on fi Matthew 5, 14 through 16. It says, you are the light of the world like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Verse 15. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. That's right. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Let's pray. Father God, I just thank you so much for your word. God, I thank you that we can be silly and have fun in church. And Lord Jesus, I thank you for the in and out in our lobby in the future. Amen. 
All right, perfect. I was told that I get like a double-double every time I say in and out in church, so I'm up to like six right now. This is going to be good. All right, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, who's there? Good. All right, for everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, verse 2, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, verse 5, a time to scatter stones, come on somebody, and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away, I look forward to more of those, a time to tear, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Verse 9, what do people really get for all their hard work? Verse 10, I have seen the burden God has placed on us all. Verse 11, yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart. But even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. Woo, it's going to be good today, huh? Can you feel it? Anybody going through a season? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I know for some of you this is still weird, and for me it's still weird sometimes, but um, God has allowed me to feel what people feel a lot of the times. And he'll let me feel it emotionally. He'll let me feel it physically. Like when he wants to heal somebody, I'll feel pain in my body, which I believe he's going to heal some people this morning. But also I've, this morning, though, I've got to be honest with you, how, how many of you was a struggle to get here this morning? Yeah, how many people woke up late, their alarm did not go off, right? Come on, right? It's, it's, like, it's crazy, you woke up not feeling good. I know there's people watching online right now because they woke up not feeling good. Can I tell you that there's something spiritual about this? I woke up this morning, and I, I, I'm ashamed of this, but it's just what it is. I started arguing with my wife immediately. Come on, how many do that with their spouse, right? I, I started arguing immediately about nothing. Don't, don't raise your hand for your spouse. That's... That's not how this works. This is personal confession. We're, anyway, um, but for me, I, I just woke up angry, and Chelsea's like, why are you angry? And we argued, and I woke up on time, but we were late for everything because I was angry and messed up, and I was just going, man, what is going on? And then all of a sudden, as I'm praying and asking God to take things, I started to feel grief for my, the loss of my dad. Like, I'm like, dad died in, in, back in March. Like, what? Why am I feeling this right now? And, and I was starting to feel people's seasons of what they're going through right now. All of a sudden, grief-stricken, angry, frustrated, just uh, dealing with uh, different forms of, of self-deprecation, sitting in a place of, of wondering, is there purpose to my life, right? I, does it, did anybody feeling some of these things? And for the people that are watching online, God was talking to you. He was showing me how you felt because he cares about you. Come on, somebody, because we're all going through some seasons. Amen? Ooh. Because I, when I read through that, I, I read through that pretty fast. I, the, the note people, did they have a hard time keeping up while I was Tell me the truth. What's that? They did amazing? Oh, my gosh, you guys are awesome. Let's see if I can read it faster. Are you ready? No, I'm just kidding. Um, gosh, but there's, there's all these good seasons and hard seasons all mixed together. But then I love what it said. Yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. Verse 11. He's planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. Here's the first point this morning. I will embrace the reason for every season. 
You see, a lot of us don't know the reason in which the season we're going through. And that's why we try to reject it. Have you ever felt yourself rejecting the season you're in? Come on. It seems like everything, you're like, nope, we just got to get through winter. Because if we get through winter, we'll get to spring. Are you with me? Come on, nobody feeling that? Because I know when those seasons are hard, right? For those of you that lost a loved one this last year, those seasons are hard. Those seasons are hard. When, for those of you that are, are going th- have, you're arguing with your wife first thing in the morning, come on, waking up cranky. Are you with me? When there is no right side of the bed. Are you with me? Come on, come on. And the, it, it's not your spouse's fault. It's because of you, right? Come on, somebody, right? Just, just receive that. Just receive that. Ladies, don't say amen. That's not nice. That's not nice. You know what? But there's seasons going on all around us. You know what? Our church has gone through seasons, right? Living Stones Church has gone through seasons. The church that you used to go through went through seasons. God's church right now in the world is going through seasons. Are you with me? The last 18 months has put churches through seasons. Are you with me? Our city, our county, our state, our nation is going through seasons. Are you with me? Things are difficult at times, but we have to embrace the reason for every season. Embrace the reason for every season. Now, I know that's usually a cute slogan that goes on like a Christmas pillow, right? It's, it, you put it on the outside of candies. You put, you put it up on, Jesus is the reason for the season, right? Are you with me? You know you have it on your house. It's fine. He is the reason for the season, right? He's the reason for the Christmas season. But what's the reason for the season that we're going through? Why, God? Why, God, did I lose this person? Why, God, did I lose my job? Why, God, am I still have my job even though I've tried to lose it, right? Come on. Why, why, Lord, am I in this season? You see, if we can embrace the reason for every season, Acts 17, verse 24 says, He is the God who made the world and everything in it. Since he is Lord of heaven and earth, he doesn't live in man-made temples. Come on, somebody. I think the church has learned that over the last 18 months. Verse 25, and human hands can't serve his needs, for he has no needs. He himself gives life and breath to everything, and he satisfies every need. Verse 26, from one man he created all the nations throughout the whole earth. He decided beforehand when they should rise and fall, and he determined their boundaries. Come on, somebody. Verse 27, his purpose was for the nations to seek. Somebody say seek. Seek after God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. Listen, the seasons that we go through, every one of them, every season, the winter seasons, the spring seasons, right? We, had, we experienced some rain. I heard about the kids at school, like school stopped because all the kids had to post their sales because they've never seen rain before. Are you with me? Right? right. You, 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 the same thing happened to the person driving in front of you on the freeway, right? Like, what is this? It's a monsoon, right? You're like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? There's seasons. In every season, God wants us to draw near to him. In the seasons where triumph happens. Come on. This is, honestly, I've seen more people come to God through tragedy than triumph. I mean, we, we just celebrated 20 years since 9-11, right? I don't know if you call it celebrated or remembered, but that was the biggest time in, in my lifetime that I've seen people come to church, come to God, was during 9-11, 
wondering, is our country at war? What's going to happen? And 20 years later, how much we've forgotten. We've forgotten. Oh, goodness. There's a time for things to rise and a time for things to fall. Man, when I read that scripture, I'm like, what? He decided beforehand when they should rise and fall and determine their boundaries. His purpose, this is where we miss it. Like we get, we get hung up on why did things rise? Why did, why, did, why, did, why did that person's stock go through the roof and the one I invested in didn't? Why, why did everything work out for them and not for me? Right? And oh, how come my, my world is falling apart but theirs is awesome? Doesn't it seem like everybody on your social media, their life is awesome, and you're, you're just kind of wondering, like, what can I post that would be really good? I, I had breakfast, yay. You know, like, <laughs> are you with me? Come on. In the middle of all those things. But God determined when things would rise and fall with verse 27 in mind. His purpose was for the nations to seek after God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. Listen, if you're going through a season right now, I feel for you, literally, in many ways. Like, spiritually, I feel for you. God, show me what you're feeling and what you're going through, the grief, the anger, the frustration. Are you with me? But here's the thing. In the middle of those dark places, you got to press through and press toward God. Press through and press toward God. As you press through and press toward God, he's not far from you. He's been sitting there the whole time going, I love you. I'm thinking about you. I'm with you. Oh, I'm not against you. Oh, nothing can be against you. I've already thwarted every, enemy, every weapon of the enemy against you. I'm telling you right now, just push a little bit farther. Get through the darkness because there's light on the other side. Are you with me? I will embrace the reason for every season. The reason for every season is to press toward Jesus. The reason in every season is to press. When you get the blessing that you've been praying for, guess what? That's the time to get on your knees and thank him. Oh, sometimes, isn't it amazing how we'll get on our knees and ask him, but we forget to get on our knees and thank him. Oh, goodness. Goodness, goodness. Oh. There's a reason for every season. We press on toward the Lord in everything we do. Trying seasons should lead to greater intimacy with God. Trying seasons should lead to greater intimacy with God. If he said things are going to rise and things are going to fall, but it's all to bring people closer to him. If you want to get through that season, if you're like, man, I want to get through winter, the way to get through winter is to draw close to the sun. Draw close to the Son of God. Draw close to Jesus in those seasons and see the fullness of what he wants to do. Amen? Come on, somebody. All my people with little babies, we're looking forward to the season where we've got enough kids workers so that we can have a nursery. Come on, somebody. Woo, we're going to get through that season. Amen, Sarah? We're going to get through that season. Come on. Here's point number two this morning. I will seek God in every season. I will seek God in every season. Oh, that means, the, that means the hard seasons. Those are the easy ones to seek God in because there's nothing else to seek, right? Are you with me? When, every, when you're down to nothing, you're like, well, I've still got Jesus, right? right? You're going, well, I've lost everything around, but I've still got Jesus, and you're holding on to him. But in every season, in the winds, going, Lord, I'm 
thank you. Oh, you're good. When somebody says, wow, how'd you get that promotion? You don't say, well, because I got there early and I stayed late and I worked harder than everyone else. And well, I've actually deserved it for the last 10 years, actually. Instead, it's going, because my God is good. Because my God is good. Because my God is faithful. Because I seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Come on now. I will seek God in every season. Matthew 24, verse 36 says, however, somebody say however. However, no one knows the day or hour when these things will happen, not even the angels in heaven or the Son himself. Only the Father knows. Now, this is referring to Jesus' return. When will Jesus come back for his church? But I wonder if it applies to each and every one of us. Come on. I wonder if it applies to each and every one of us. Are we ready? That's the question. Are we ready for his return? Are we ready? You see, when I, when I became a Marine, come on, where are my Marines at? We got some Marines in the house? There they are, one of them, just a little, a little cough. You know, that happens, you know, when you're out there, fine, you just get a cough. But anyway, anyway, do I have any other service members in here from other branches of the service? Yep, one clap. That's, that's about how exciting it is. Amazing. How are the people online? Do we have some people online that love Jesus? Come on. Fran Potter loves Jesus. That's what I'm talking about. The Fernandezes love Jesus. Come on. Carmen Sanchez. Love you, girl. Miss you. (sighs) When is the returning of Jesus coming? You know, in the Marine Corps, we were taught to be a force in readiness. Constantly. You know what it meant? When we were were marching, we'd, we'd hold our weapon in the ready. That's what it was called. Because at any moment, you could be ready. You're holding the weapon down. Now, if you just had it over your shoulder and all of a sudden somebody started firing at you, come on, does enemy fire at us sometimes? When we're not ready, we're just dinking around with the, with the weapon on our shoulder. We're just got, you know what? You know what? Everything's good. I don't mind. I got my weapon on my shoulder. Everything, you know? And then, but sitting in that place of the force of the ready. Come on, enemy, what you got? What you got because, and when he says, when, when the enemy comes and says you're not worthy and you can go in and read God's word and you're like, oh, he says that I'm worthy. He stretched his hands out on that cross because I'm worthy. Oh, and then when he, when he comes and speaks at you and says that, that you're not, you can't handle the next season, it says, oh, but God says there's a reason for every season and I can make it through. You know, when, when, when the enemy starts to tell you that, that because of your sin, because of where you were, and when Jesus says, I've wiped that away, and because you've got your weapon in the ready. Are you with me? And you're believing for what God's going to do next. Come on, somebody. I will seek God in every season. I'm a force in readiness. Are we ready in every season for what God wants to do next? Come on. I know, I know it hurts. You know, the loss that you've experienced this last year, I know it hurts. I know the pr- depression that you've been going through this last year, it hurts. And it leaves you in a place where you just want to be stepped on. Are you with me? Just, just go ahead. Just, just back the car up. Just beep, beep. Just do it, you know? Are you with me? You're like, I'm done. I'm done like dinner. Are you with me? But at the same time, at the same time, God says that you're ready for more. God says that you're ready for more. Listen, we've, we've been sitting with this thing up on our shoulder too long. We've just been going, yeah, you know, I'm a Christian. Yeah, I'm a, you know, I'll even post it on social media. I'm a Christian. I believe in Christian values. When's the last time you opened this thing up to speak to the enemy? When's the last time we opened this thing up and declared things over our family to make sure that we're fighting the good fight in the way that we should? Are you with me? When's the last time that we opened the word of God for ourselves and not just come into church anemic because we haven't eaten anything all week long? Are you with me? 
Oh, when somebody comes to church and, and then they leave our church because, well, it's just not feeding me. Listen, you're old enough to feed yourself. Are you with me? The same God that puts me on this platform every week lives in your home, lives in your heart. I want to tell you right now, you're so full of power, you don't even know it. There's a new season, you guys. This church is going to blow up. It's going to blow up. Look at the seats around you. They're getting ready for more butts to sit in them so that we can go to a second service. Are you with me? So that God can do more. Are you with me? On a, maybe a Sunday night service or a Saturday night service. Come on, watching God just move in huge, amazing ways because we understand what it means to embrace our season. Embrace our season. You see, that stuff that used to define you as weak, that stuff that, that messed you up is supposed to be the platform that you preach from oh, you're not a victim. You were never meant to be a victim. You're a victor, and you, it's been that way the whole time. It was designed to be that way. Come on. He, he designed you to rise up, to step up into a new place where you can talk to somebody who's going through what you've gone through, and you can tell them how good God is and to keep pressing through. Are you with me? Come on. Woo. Hmm. Come on, somebody. I will seek God in every season. Romans 8, 28. And we can get my worship team to come up here. Whew, going too fast today. I got to be careful. Got to be careful. Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. You know, I've been hearing a lot of things on the news. Anybody hear stuff on the news? Anybody watch the Anybody turn the news off? Come on, somebody, right? Just get rid of that stuff. And, and some, of the, some of the words that I'm hearing are, are tyranny is one of the words. Now, I'm not taking sides. Don't get on, get on my case. Listen, I love you whether you wear blue or red. It doesn't matter. But I'm hearing words like tyranny. I'm hearing words like treason. I'm hearing these words. And, and so I went and looked up what treason means. Are you ready? Treason means the crime of betraying one's country, especially by attempting to kill the sovereign or overthrow the government. And when I thought about that, you know, of course we can look at that in the political world, but I want to look at that in the spiritual world for a moment. How many of us are, are committing season treason? God has you in a season because he wants to teach you something. He wants you to grow through something. He wants you to come out stronger. But a lot of us are committing season treason. We're sitting in a place where we're like, I don't want that season. I don't want, I'm going to deny this completely. I don't want to experience these things anymore. You know what? I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. I just reject anything that isn't comfort in this moment. Are you with me? How many of us are committing season treason? This is point number three. And a promise I think each of us should make to the kingdom of God. I will not commit season treason. I will not commit season treason. Oh, I will not commit season treason. We are citizens of heaven, brothers and sisters. No matter what color, creed, where you came from, what side of the tracks you grew up on. Whether you wear blue, whether you wear red, whether you look like a donkey or an elephant. Doesn't matter. Are you with me? You are a citizen of heaven. Let's act as such. 
Let's act as such. If we knew that we were citizens of heaven, maybe we would stop committing season treason. If we knew that we're citizens of heaven and we know that all things come together for good for those that love the Lord, if we knew that as the truth, then why aren't we walking in it knowing that God's going to get us through this? God's going to perform a miracle. God's going to make a way. He's going to make things make sense at the end. Oh, people keep watching. You think, that they, you think God doesn't love me because of the hard things I'm going through? Oh, you're so wrong. He loves me so much and he's going to prove it to you. Just keep watching. Just keep watching. My story's still unfolding. I'm, at least I'm flipping the page. Most people have left the book closed for so long. I mean, look, look at God's people. Why? Why did they get stuck in the wilderness for 40 years? Season, treason. They got stuck in the wilderness for 40 years because they didn't believe God at His Word. We want to know why we become basket cases in the Spirit. It's because we hide from our season. Come on. When it was raining and pouring, you run out with something over your head because no one keeps a, a real umbrella in their car. Are you serious? This is California. We don't do this unless it's really sunny. You know, right? A little golf umbrella. But we come out into these seasons and instead of embracing the season, letting God's rain come down so that it can finally get to that hard ground of our hearts that's been sitting there for so long and get to those seeds that have been buried for so long in that hard ground. If we can embrace our season and let God's rain come down so that we can experience the, the fullness and the fruit that's coming afterwards. Are you with me? When we embrace our season, we'll see God move in huge, huge ways. Huge, huge ways. Embracing that season. <sighs> Some of you know this because I've said it lots of times, but Matthew 6.33 is one of my favorite verses. And if you ever do any kind of counseling with us, we'll point you back to it a lot of times. Because it says, seek, for, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. I still memorized it in the New King James. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added to you. If we want to see the fullness of the season that we're in, we have to seek first the kingdom. If we're seeking first our comfort, what will make me feel better in this? That's where excuses come in. We start making excuses why I won't move forward, why I can't move forward, why things are holding me back, why all these things are coming against me. We start making excuses because we're looking to feel comfortable with the decision that we made. But the truth is, if we were to seek first the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is so far beyond where we are. It's so far beyond. If you feel stretched, it's because you are stretched. If you're not stretched, you're not, you don't have faith. Faith without works is dead. If you feel the stretch, if you feel the stretch, God's asking you to do something that seems impossible. If you feel the stretch, it's because there is a stretch. Because it's a stretch of faith. It takes faith to see what God has for you. Faith without works is dead. Oh, you know what? Things have just been hard. I can't tell you. Oh my gosh, COVID. COVID has been like the, en the, the enemy's best weapon. I've heard more people tell me, I can't go to church because of COVID. Listen, I'm not dumb, you guys. 
I see your social media. I know you're still going to the gym. I know you're still going to concerts. I know you still had a birthday party. Are you with me? Listen, you're not proving anything to anybody by using an excuse not to stretch what God has given you. Oh, but it's hard. Okay, that I can, I can, I can take that. It's hard. It's hard. Having faith is hard. A season with, that stretches you is hard. It's hard. But can I tell you something? You learn how to live right in the middle of the stretch at all times. Oh, my goodness. What's the, what's the hardest thing when, you, when you've gone on a diet before? How many people have gone on a diet before? How many people are not at the weight in which they went on that diet the first time? Are you with me? Right? Does anybody look just like me? I mean, seriously, right? What is the hardest? It's the hardest thing is getting it going again. Oh. I look in that mirror or I look in my eight-year-old's eyes. My little eight-year-old, he's like, well, I don't want to end up like. This, this happened at our, she's laughing because this happened at our breakfast table yesterday. Noah looks over at me. He's like, you know, like, how do I like not end up like. I'm like, it's okay. I know. I know. I know. I'm like, you used to have a sister. I ate her, you know, like. Mouth off some more, buddy. You know, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's the hardest thing to get started again, isn't it? I look at that salad and it laughs at me. You know, like the little leaves are just like. <laughs> just tormenting. You with me? More salad. I go to the gym and it, it's too expensive. You know, we can, we can definitely go out to a dinner and get a steak and some, get, you know, a nice adult beverage of some sort and and I can do that and pay a hundred bucks for it but 30 bucks a month for the gym ah, things are a little tight right now it's probably because I'm still eating you know like are you with me but you know what your faith is the same way how many fat Christians do we have in the world who have not exercised their faith in a while who sit with that thing you know what I can walk into a room and put carry the dumbbell but until I start actually working it out, work out your faith with fear and trembling. Work out your faith. Come on, somebody. You know what? When it gets uncomfortable is when you step up, not sit down. Are you with me? When it gets uncomfortable, you start walking out your faith with the Lord. When it gets uncomfortable, oh, we start doing more. We start to realize. I was sitting here talking to my friends this morning, and I found out how many people had a hard time waking up, how many people were having a hard time getting to church. You want to know why? Because the enemy doesn't want you to hear this message. If you hear the truth, you might believe it. If you believe it, then our city will change. If you believe it, then our nation will change. If you believe it, all the baskets will get torn off of people's heads. And they'll start letting the rain come down. See, our God, our God has so much for us. When I woke up this morning and I felt all those things, I was just like, I don't, I told Chelsea, I don't think I can do it today. I don't think I can do it today. I don't think I got it in me. And I, I know some of you are like, no, did that really happen? No, listen, it happened. It looked uglier. It was like bawling like a baby sitting in front of my mirror going like, I can't do this today. Sitting on the toilet because that's not fun, right? You know, like I'm not pooping. Like I'm just sitting. It's the only chair in our bathroom, okay, you guys? Like I don't know how many of you keep a lot of chairs in your bathroom, but all of you are imagining me on the toilet right now just like, 
I'm glad that's funny to you. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I don't think I can do this today. But how many of you get up the same day, same time, and you're like, I just don't think I can do this today. I don't think I can be a mom today. I don't think I can be a dad today. I don't think I can go to work today. I don't think I can deal with living in California today. I don't think I can do it. I, I, I don't think I can send my kids to school today, right? There's just so much garbage happening. God has so many promises for you. And he says, just come and unwrap them. Come and unwrap them. Come see what I have for you. I have, I have life for you and life more abundantly. I have promises coming out of every angle. Come and see me. There's a rise and a fall. There's a purpose to every season. And the purpose to that your season that you're in, whether good or bad or somewhere in the between, whatever season you're in is to push you closer to Jesus right now. Right now. If things are hard, get closer to Jesus. If things are great, get closer to Jesus. Are you with me? Let's not commit season treason anymore. Let's not try to kill what God is doing. I don't think that's any of our intention, is it? Just like it's not my intention to, to kill myself every time I eat one more thing that's not good for me. Are you with me? My, my knee is taking so long to heal, and it is bugging the crud out of me. Just trying to go for a walk with my sons or go ride a bike with them and then it gets all tight and swells up again and I'm just like, dang it. My buddy wants to go play hockey with me again and I'm like, I can't because if I do, that thing's going to be huge. But you know what? When I think back to it, it's because of what I'm eating. If I keep feeding myself junk, I'm going to have inflammation for a long time. But when you start feeding yourself good things, you can finally heal. How many of us are not in a place where we're completely healed? What are you feeding yourself? What are you feeding yourself? Are you still feeding yourselves the lies that are on the news? Are you still feeding yourself what your spouse said about you? Are you still feeding yourself by your past? Or are we going to feed ourselves by the truth of God's word that says, I have a plan for your life. I have a plan to prosper you. I have a plan to see it through for you. Is anybody hearing this word this morning? I'll bet the people online are. Come on, I'll bet the people online Michael Gerald, I don't, I don't know that I know you, but I'm glad you're watching today. Love you, man. The Hugar family, love you. Urbastics out in Texas. Howdy, howdy, love you. Come on. Fernando Villavicencio, I love you, dude. You're supposed to be sitting in that chair right there. Right there next to me. Ruben, glad you're watching, man. God's got a word for you. I hope you heard it today. Wendy, hoorah, love you, girl. There's my marine buddies. What's the reason for your season? If you haven't asked that question and you're still pushing it off, it's going to last 40 years. You know what? God is outside of time. For us, time makes a difference. Are you with me? Like if I go for a run, it's different if it's just running to the car or if I'm going for a couple mile run. Are you with me? The time on which I'm running affects me. Are you with me? But God is outside of time. So he says, I got all the time in the world. Take your time. Go ahead. You don't get it yet? Stay in that season. Walk another lap. Walk another lap. Walk another lap. You still haven't gotten it yet. Walk another lap. Are you with me? 
These seasons that we're in, if we don't get the reason for the season, we're still going to keep walking in the same circles over and over and over again. When God's got, I got more for you. Are you done yet? Are you done yet? Have you, have you heeded my word yet? Because if I have to wait till the next generation, I will. Are you with me? A whole generation, a whole generation missed it because one generation didn't get it. One, one didn't hear it. So they said, walk around for 40 years. The next generation will get it. I don't know about you, but I want my kids to be, be able to run so fast, not because I got hung up, but because I started the journey. Are you with me? Are you with me? It's time for us to get over ourselves so that our kids don't have to do it for us. Come on. Come on. Embrace the reason for your season. Embrace the reason for your season. It was that good, huh, ladies? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Love you. That's what happens when pastor goes long, huh? Embrace the reason for your season. What is the reason, God? Why am I here? Why do I still feel this hurt? And when you start to realize that it was never about you in the first place, the reason that you feel that hurt is so that you know the hurt of his children. You don't feel hurt so you can stay hurt. You feel hurt so you can go and help someone out of hurt. That stuff you went through is to make you stronger so you can pull other people out of the pits of hell. What's the reason for the season? I wasn't going to preach this message this morning. I had a whole different one planned on on risk and risk-taking. I'll probably preach that next week. But I, I preached this for a men's group this week. And, and Danny saw my notes. She snuck in there and saw my notes. And I heard that it made her cry and that it impacted her life. And I asked God, is that a message that the church needs to hear? Okay. I can preach that again. Because there's a reason for your season. There's a reason for your season. And it's to seek Jesus in every season. Right? So that we don't keep committing season treason and take another lap. This church isn't any better than any other church. It's not. It's full of people. Yeah. It's going to get fuller of people. I'm sure that's proper English. And with more people comes more problems. And more problems comes comes more people to love. And more people to love comes more breakthrough. And more breakthrough comes more taking ground, taking territory. As I was praying this morning and crying, God showed me little glimpses of what's to come. He showed me this couple that's in our church, and I'm not going to say their name because I don't want to freak them out yet. But He showed me this couple in our church and I saw them as our online pastors. That we would have a full production that's sitting back there for our online people, for the hundreds of people who will watch online. All of a sudden I'm seeing that going, God, will we ever be at a place like that? I don't know. So stretches of faith. And God's saying, I've got more. I've got more for you. I've got more for you, church. I've got more for you. 
Oh, keep ripping the baskets off of people's heads. I've got more for them. I got more for them. Oh, they think it's stretching now. Wait until next year. It's going to stretch even further. You're going to see that you were stronger than you ever thought you were. You know what I learned in the Marine Corps in boot camp? I wish everybody had to go through boot camp. You don't have to do the other four years, the whole four or five years of service after that. Just, just boot camp. Right? Yeah, just 13 weeks of figuring out that you can accomplish more than you thought. Because when you get the crud beat out of you, and you, they, they beat you down to nothing, and then build you up to know that you can do a whole lot more than you thought. I think that's what God wants for all of us right now. The season that you're in that has beat you down to nothing is not so that you can stay nothing. It's so that he can show you the possibilities of what you could do with him on your side. My prayer this morning was, God, in my weakness, prove yourself strong. Prove yourself strong. I hope throughout your day that's what you pray. God, in my weakness, prove yourself strong. Prove yourself strong. Show people around you what faith can be. Are you with me? We rip those baskets off. We embrace the season and watch what God can do. Amen. Amen. If you're here this morning and you don't have a personal relationship with God, I want to introduce you to my best friend. This is a friend that has never left me. Even when I thought he was gone, is really because I was, I was gone. And you know what? You might have walked away from God in this place. You might have walked away from him. You remember a day when, when you were on fire and you were excited about God and, and who he was and how his word spoke to you every single week. And You can have that fire again. He can renew that fire. Hebrews says that he is an all-consuming fire. All-consuming. can be in every part of your life. You don't have to segment him just to Sunday morning. Are you with me? He mount on fire all week long. So if that's you this morning, you're like, man, I want to have a real relationship with God. If that's you online, wherever you're at, if that's you, with every head bowed and every eye closed, we're just going to take a moment. This is an important moment between you and Jesus. It's the important moment to realize that the reason you're in this season is because you haven't been close to him. But when you start to receive him, he'll show you the value that comes from that season. So if that's you this morning, you're like, I want that. I want to have a real relationship with God. With everybody's heads down, just raise your hand real high for me and say, that's me. I want to, I want to have that real relationship with God. I see you, sweetheart. That's awesome. That's awesome. This is where things shift. This is where things change. This is where we go from religion to relationship. Religion's a belief system. Yes, I believe in Jesus, so I do have a religion. But I have a relationship with Jesus. So when I get frustrated, I go and talk to him like he's my best friend because he said I could. Sometimes when I talk to my best friend, I use four-letter words that I used in the military. Are you with me? And God, God starts to talk to me. This is where things shift. This is where things change. It's the minute where you cross the line where I, you, you finally realize I've gotten to the end of myself. I've got nothing left to give. And then he says, take my hand. I'll take you the rest of the way. If that's you this morning, 
Just raise your hand real high. Or if you're online, let us know that's you. And if that's you this morning, I want you to pray something like this. It's not about the words you say. It's about the heart in which you say it. But saying, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me on the cross so that I could be with you in eternity forever. Thank you, Jesus, for not leaving me in this season to rot. I've come to the end of myself and I give the rest of my life to you today. When seasons are good, I will praise you. When seasons are hard, I will praise you. And I'll seek you every day from this day forward. I will have my weapon in the ready, ready to fight the battles for my brothers and sisters around me, for my family, for my country, for this world. Because you so loved the world that you gave your only son as a sacrifice to save it. And I will fight for that sacrifice. So God, I give my life to you today. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Now, what's about to happen is going to be weird. Okay? God likes to do weird stuff so he can prove that he's God and that we're not. But this week, um, I was hanging out with my boys while Chelsea was at a, a women's conference. And all of a sudden, I had this killer pain shoot up in my right foot. It was like gnarly. I was like, what in the world was that? Even I, I physically was like, ah! It felt like I stepped on like a knife or something or, or a nail or something like just shot up my foot. And then it went away. And so I knew at that moment that it wasn't my pain, it was somebody else's. And so is there someone in here who has issues with their right foot? Something that happened that's shooting pains at you, sweetie? Come on. Come on. Our God is good. Our God is good. It, it, was, it hurts. I feel for you. I feel for you to stand on that and have that kind of pain. Can, can we pray right now for Yvonne? <sighs> Father God, I just thank you for Yvonne. I thank you for who she is, who you created her to be a beautiful daughter of a king. And Lord Jesus, as she walks in pain, I feel like God's saying there's a reason you walk with a limp so you can show the devil you're a fighter. And so Lord Jesus, I just I pray over Yvonne right now, God, that you would do a work in her life, that she'd see first her physical healing, but Lord, to see why she has a limp in the spirit. Why she has a limp in the spirit is because she's powerful. She's been through a lot of battles. She's experienced a lot, and there's so much more to come. Yvonne, I feel like God's saying that you're a general in his army. That when you make a command to angels, they go. They come and they go at your word. So Yvonne, pray. Pray for your family. Pray for the people around you. Pray for this church. Because when you pray, angels move. Ooh, I can feel that pain shooting up in my foot right now. <laughs> Ooh, God's doing a work. God's doing a work. It's right in the middle of the heel. I can feel it. Just goes, shoots right up there. <sighs> Makes me think about when Jesus stepped on the head of the snake. He's stepping on the head of the enemy. He's got no control over your family. No control. All that mind control, all that junk is broken right now in the name of Jesus. 
that we can see breakthrough in your family. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your generals. Thank you, Lord, for your generals. This other one, I don't know if it's, uh, I can't tell if it's like pectoral, like if it's just the pain right here in between the, uh, the pectoralis muscle, your chest muscle, or if it's deeper. Does anybody feel pain right there on your right side? It's right there. It's all right. I'm not going to freak you out. Don't be afraid. Is that you? Were you freaked out? You're like, don't do this. Like God's going to get you on this stage one way or another, huh? <clears throat> Let's pray for Danny. Lord Jesus, we just pray over, over Danny's muscles. We pray over her, her pain, God. And we just ask right now that, that you would begin to rebuild those muscles, to make her strong. God, with the ability to have full mobility. Woo. Danny, I feel like God is saying that there's been stuff that has hindered your praise, your ability to lift your arms in praise. And I just feel like he's coming in right now and he's plucking those things out that have hindered your praise, that have hindered your worship. He's pulling that out and he's setting it aside. This stuff is being cast out. This stuff does not belong. This has hindered what you, he created you to do. And so as he removes these things, that you'll be able to see the fullness of what he wants to do next. All of a sudden, those ailments are gone and you have full mobility to give him praise, to give him worship. Your worship, Danny, is what sets people free around you. When you worship, walls fall. When you worship, there's the, all the things in your family, all the stuff that's going on in your friendships, those walls begin to fall down because of your worship. Your heart sold out for him. Your arms stretched out wide. And people around you are watching you worship and going, can I do that too? Is it possible for me to worship again too? Can God really bless me too? If she can worship like that, so can I. And so, Lord, we just thank you right now for setting your daughter free in every way. Oh, you're so good. You're so good. You're so good. I feel like there's some people that have been rejected in here. This is a weird thing to try to explain, but I feel like your kids have rejected you, saying you're too old, you don't get it. Your, your old mindset, you don't understand the world I live in. And as a mother, you feel this rejection. You feel this rejection, like I can't help my kids. I can't get them where they need to go. I don't know who that is in here, but, and I don't want you to have to admit that. Um, but I want you to know what you're feeling right now. God is going to bridge the gap. He's going to bridge the gap between, between generations again. That what you have to add in value so surpasses your ability in other areas. You are not inadequate. You are not... You are not invaluable. You are valuable to the king. You are valuable to the kingdom. What you have to add as a mother to every person in this, in this house is so important to what God wants to do next. Moms are the strongest people I know. The strongest people I know. And that strength, when brought into God's house, 
will make this house so strong and so immovable. You might think I'm just a mom and I failed as a mom and my kids aren't doing what they're supposed to do. They're not doing what I taught them to do. And now, they're, now they're, I have all this backlash and I wonder, what did I do wrong? I want to tell you, you did nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Your kids get to choose for themselves if they want to be idiots. They do. They do. Me and you, we got to choose for ourselves to be idiots. I can't blame my mom for that. Come on. But I want to, I want to free you of that guilt. It's not your fault. I don't know who that mom is in here, but it's not your fault. It's not your fault. And the enemy's been telling you it's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault, to where you're looking at the stuff, stupid things that they're doing and going like, what in the world? I, I didn't teach them that. Why would they do that? Is it because I yelled at them? Is it because I punished them too much? What is the reason? Why are they still doing this? I want to tell you that you're a good mom. You're a good mom. You're a good mom. You love your kids and you're a good mom. You're a good mom. And I want to pray over your kids right now. Father God, I pray, Lord, that these kids would come back to know you. Let your prodigals return. Lord Jesus, that we'd see sons and daughters coming back to the house of God because of the faithfulness of their mothers, because of the faithfulness of their fathers. Lord Jesus, I pray, Lord, that faith becomes real in this place. God, that it's not something that we just pretend to do, that we wear a Christian shirt and call ourselves a Christian. God, I pray, Lord, that we would be seeking you so much in every season. That as mothers, we would see that the power is in our seek. The power is in our pursuit. Keep pursuing the Lord. Keep pursuing the Lord on your own. Your kids will see it. They'll see it. They'll see that pursuit. You don't have to preach at them anymore. You don't got to tell them what's up. You just pursue God with all your heart. I'm reminded of when my, my grandmother... You know, is, even as I'm picturing this, I, I feel like, you know, this applies to a lot of mothers, but I, I feel almost specifically to grandmothers, you feel obsolete. You're not obsolete. You're not obsolete. I remember when my grandmother, I was sitting next, I was sitting across the table from her. We were at this restaurant. This, it's not really a restaurant. It was like a truck stop restaurant, you know, a little restaurant. And the man sitting behind her in the booth was being really rude to the waitress. He was, he was saying, inappropriate things to the waitress hitting on her and saying things and you could tell she felt really uncomfortable and here I am sitting there as like a nine-year-old kid watching my grandmother sitting across the table from me with this guy behind her and she starts praying I can see her lips moving and her eyes are closed and she starts praying and as she starts praying this man gets a bloody nose and has to leave the restaurant immediately because it just gets profuse he's like oh my gosh and just leaves and I went, holy crud, don't mess with grandma. Because when she prays, things happen. I want to tell you, you have power. You have power. If you seek God with all of your heart, someone's watching you. Maybe it's your grandson. Maybe it's your grandson who, who's, <laughs> who's an introvert and doesn't have friends. Are you with me? Maybe it's your grandson who's watching, wondering if it's Possible to believe God that way. And then when he sees it happen right in front of him, starts to think, maybe God is real. Maybe, maybe I could believe of leading people. Come on, some of you are scared of this platform. If I just brought you up here and, and stood with you, you'd be scared just to stand in front of people. Listen, I was so scared to talk in front of people, but God, but God, but God, but God, but God. 
but God. Oh, man. I'm sorry, it just keeps going, but I remember thinking I was an accident. My mom had me at 19 years old, didn't know who the dad was, could have been one of any three guys that month. I had three different last names coming out of the hospital because she thought it was her current boyfriend, then she thought it was her ex-boyfriend, and then it ended up being the guy on the farm, that grandpa's farmhand. Growing up with that, I was like, I was an accident. I'm an accident. I'm not, I wasn't supposed to be here. And I feel like there's some people in here today that you feel the same way that you feel like you're an accident, that you're not supposed to be here. God wasted his time creating you. And I want to tell you that that's the biggest lie from the enemy. That's the biggest lie from the enemy. There's so much purpose to your life. He doesn't accidentally put breath in anything. Come on, somebody. And if he put breath in your lungs today, he chose chose you to wake up this morning. You got to understand there's people that did not wake up this morning. Their journey was done, but yours is not. And you're not an accident. You're not an accident of your, your, your parents fooling around when you, were, when you were conceived. You're not an accident. Just because you were not planned by man does not mean you were not planned by God. <sighs> Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I just want to speak to the accidents this morning. You see, some people call them accidents. Other people call them miracles. Oh, it's a, what, a, what a crazy accident that that happened and it all came together for good. Oh, that's called a miracle, friend. It's called a miracle. I'm sitting in a church full of miracles right now. Oh, there's a miracle sitting in your chair right now. Right now. For such a time as this, you were to sit there. Shh. It's just a season. Get through the season. See what's on the other side. Seek in the season. Thank you, Lord. Father, I just, you know, lift it, stand, stand to your feet for a moment and let's lift up our hands to heaven. <sighs> Lord, we receive this morning. We receive your word. We will stop committing season treason. And Lord Jesus, we know there's purpose to our life. We are not accidents. That you've called us by name. You stitched us together in our mother's womb for such a time as this. And we are not accidents. So Lord God, I just, I give you your church this morning. We are your church. We are your bride. As disheveled and goofy as we might look at times, God, we we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. We put down every sin. We put down every piece of guilt and shame. I just speak shame off of your church this morning. Shame off of your church. Shame off. The precious blood of Jesus washes away sin, washes away shame, washes away guilt. Let that wash over you this morning. You are set free in the name of Jesus. I'm no longer a 
moment for a minute as I can hear the chains falling off of people this morning come on that's right Dakota go for a man I'm no longer a slave to fear I am a child of God I'm no longer a slave to fear Come on. He's making a way. He's making a way through the wilderness right now. Oh, you're met with that, that river flowing in front of you, the enemy taunting behind you. Come on. I am the child of God. Come on. I'm no longer a slave to fear. Come on, lift up your voice. Oh, that sea's about to split right now. Come on. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child. God, come on, you split the sea. You split the sea so I could walk right through. You're walking through that season right now. Come on. You rescue me so I could stand and sing. I am a child of God. Come on. <laughs> You split the sea so I could walk right through it. My fears are drowned in perfect love. Come on. You rescued me so I could stand and sing. I am a child of God. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Come on. Yes, you are. I am surrounded. <laughs> you know what? God surrounds you. And when God surrounds you, everything else that tries to surround you is already surrounded. <laughs> it's already done. It's been snuffed out. It's been snuffed out. Those fiery darts are snuffed out because your Father God has His arms around you and says, I love you, daughter. I love you, son. Nothing's going to get you now. I got you. I got you. I am surrounded 
by the arms of a father. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Surround us, Lord. I am surrounded by the arms of a father. I am surrounded by songs of deliverance. We've been liberated <laughs> from that bondage, from our bondage. We're the sons and the daughters. Come on, let us sing. Come on, let us shout. Let us sing our freedom. Woo! <laughs> oh, come on. The saints are rising up in the church today. Stand and sing. I am a child of God. <laughs> you split the sea so I could walk right through it. My fears were drowned in perfect love. You rescued me so I could stand and sing. A child of God. Amen. 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 It's going to be a good week, church. It's going to be a good week. I can just feel the Spirit just unleashing His church, unleashing you into the world, unleashing me into the world. If we think our seasons are hard with Jesus, imagine everybody in those houses out there and the seasons they're going through without him. And here comes you walking into their life at the grocery store, at the soccer game. Come on, wherever you're at, he's unleashed you to go and be his hands and feet. He's unleashed you to bring a word. Embrace your season, church. He split the sea so you could walk right through it. He split the season so you can walk right through it. God, we thank you for today. I bless your church to go out and be the church. We're thankful to be in your house today. Bless our kids. Bless our kids' ministry. God, I pray, Lord, that we have so many people sign up, we have to turn people away so that we can see our next generation on fire for you. 
We set ourselves aside and we're ready to serve. Thank you, Lord, and we give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Love you all. Have an amazing week. Bring somebody to church next week.